dear ones. How's it going out there? Happy winter solstice. If you know me, you know that I love the winter solstice. As much as I may be a social person who loves family and friends and community and a good time, you know, a bit of a bon vivant, I also can be such a hermit <laughs> and I fondly feel like winter is actual hermit season when you live in New England, where you get to really rejoice and celebrate being a hermit and just being cozy all the time, <laughs> quiet and cozy, which is really um, something I enjoy very much. And so as we come into this hermit season, and celebrate the winter solstice, I'm going to invite us to do a practice where we get to be with beauty. I have recently been more outspoken and forthright about my love of beauty. I worship at the altar of Venus. I absolutely love beauty. I love beautiful things. I love beautiful people. I love beautiful food. I love beautiful dogs. I, yeah, I just can spend my days just following beauty around. And I used to think that it meant that I was quite vain or superficial or just a product of Los Angeles or, you know, it was something I was a little bit more shy about. But recently, um, I've been sitting more regularly with a teacher named Gil Fronstall, and he really highlights beauty and the Pali word for beauty, which is Kalyana. And um, it comes up a lot in the suttas. The, the Buddha spoke about beauty a lot. And the Victorian English translators that did the really the first translations of the Buddha's teachings into English, um, being sort of the colonizers of that region, they often translated this word kalyana as truth. And truth and beauty have different flavors. Um, and so Gill really highlights the translation as beauty. And he has a lot of academic things out there backing that up that I'm not going to get into right now. Um, but there'll be links for things like that and quotes in my moon letter. Um, but this idea that beauty is onward leading in the teachings, that this refinement of beauty, of being able to see beauty everywhere and in everything is a liberatory practice. And I just love that. Um, one of the ways that Gil talks about it is um, the path of, of Dhamma, the, the Eightfold Path and this path of practice is a path of attuning ourselves more and more to beauty. And you can see this, you can see flavors of it in the sense that as a practice, we are finding beauty in things that would not normally 
be seen as beautiful. So in, so for instance, we are finding beauty in letting go. We are finding beauty in impermanence. We're finding beauty in the ending of things. We're finding beauty in loving people just as they are. We're finding beauty in the heartbreak of compassion. We're finding beauty in the peace of equanimity. We're training ourselves, training our hearts and minds to find these things that we would normally maybe shy away from or see as wrong. We're finding them beautiful. That's actually what we're training ourselves to do. That's how we become liberated, is when we find beauty in everything. So, isn't that great? (laughs) So we're going to do that for this winter solstice meditation. We're going to do a practice where we can just find beauty in sitting here and doing nothing. So please come into a posture that would be suitable for your meditation practice today. And as always, you can interpret that however you'd like, whatever you think will be beautiful. Sitting down, lying down, standing. And once you find yourselves in your most suitable posture, take a few moments here to just arrive. So making any minor adjustments to increase your level of comfort or relaxation or alertness. Maybe allowing the eyes to remain open or allowing them to close. I'm just taking a few breaths here that may be a little bit deeper than you would normally breathe. Maybe allowing an audible sigh on that exhale. Whatever would feel good to you. Just allowing yourself to relax and breathe deeply. And then just settling in. Taking as much time as you need to settle in. You may even... Enjoy a couple of shoulder rolls or neck rolls, some deep belly breaths, some sighs. Never would feel good to you. maybe taking another couple moments here 
to just relax the face, the neck, the shoulders, the belly, making sure the jaw is relaxed. Knowing all the little muscles of the face to relax. There's no reason to furrow your brow right now. And as we just rest here in this posture, I'm going to invite a, a little reflection. And I'd like you, in whatever way would feel most appropriate to you, to spend a couple moments here just reflecting on the goodness, the beauty, really, of your intention to meditate right now. Oftentimes we show up to our practice because it's a finely tuned habit or we think it's good for us or it's something we should be doing. But maybe remembering your original intention in developing a habit of meditation, the purity, the goodness, the wholesomeness of this intention This radical act of self-care, maybe even self-preservation, the virtue, the integrity, the non-harming that is inherent in this practice, the love for all beings that may be at the core of your desire to practice meditation. I would invite you to hold this intention and the beauty of it. How beautiful. Holding it at the forefront of your mind. And savoring it. We'll just take a couple moments here together, just quietly savoring this beautiful intention, just sitting in the beauty of it. And when your mind wanders, 
We're just going to bring it back with this intention, this wholesome desire. And we're going to use this beautiful intention as our anchor for the next couple moments. So just continuing to reflect, to savor, to contemplate the beauty that brought you to this practice. That is also in why you continue this practice. This goodness right here. Well, now I would invite you to reflect on something a little different. And again, we're just going to sit together in this quiet contemplation, using our reflection as a way to anchor our attention. And now we're going to reflect on our wholesome desire to do good in the world. our integrity, our ethics that are inherent in this practice, our commitment to non-harming, our commitment to truth and honesty, our commitment to not stealing, to not killing, our commitment to being wise and careful with our sexual energy, maybe our commitment to be patient with our parents or our children, our colleagues. And again, this is not an opportunity to score or rate ourselves and how well we're doing, (laughs) how well we may be honoring our intention to have a good ethical conduct in the world, to live with integrity. This is not for us to rate right now, but really to just have an opportunity to sit with how beautiful it is to have good conduct, to be a person that other people feel safe around, that animals may feel safe around. And what a gift this is to ourselves, to our communities, to our families. And so we'll just take a couple moments here to just reflect on the goodness, the beauty, 
that is here for us. The beauty in wanting the world to be a better place. The beauty in wanting to be a good person moving through the world. A good citizen. And when your mind wanders, just bring it back to resting in this beauty, to just being with beauty. And now that we've reflected, reflected on our beautiful intention to practice this path of practice, to come to it, to walk it, and now that we've reflected on our commitment to non-harming, to living ethically in this world, we're going to finish our meditation by reflecting on the beauty of this body. And that can be challenging. There's always things we might like to fix or change or improve about our body. But yet, liberation happens here in this body. This is our vehicle for practice. And so we'll just take a few moments here together and I'd invite you to rest your attention either with breathing or with hearing or with another sensation in the body. Maybe your hands clasped in your lap or resting on your thighs. And just take a few quiet moments here together in the stillness to just appreciate having a body, having this opportunity to practice. <laughs> 
because we have a body and just how beautiful that is. That would, it would be impossible to practice the Buddhist teachings without a body. And so isn't it great when we get to have a body and breathe and it hears and it feels it's alive. That's a gift. It's a beautiful thing to be alive. So we'll just take a couple moments together celebrating that. And when you're ready, we can just simply relax any effort here. And we'll just take a few quiet moments together to just feel into what it's like to have spent at least 18 minutes or so just sitting, resting in beauty. So just taking a moment to feel into what that's like, what that quality is in the mind, what quality may be present in the heart, how the body may feel. It's not something we do very often to rest our awareness and what's good, what's going well, what's worth celebrating, what's beautiful. And so just checking that out, what's that like? How do you feel? What do you notice? And when you're ready, if you'd like to invite some gentle movement, maybe wiggling fingers or toes, maybe working your way towards a bigger stretch. And if your eyes have been closed, allowing them to open and just glancing around your room, your surroundings, letting the eyes fall wherever they may fall. I 
Oh, so as always, thank you so much for your practice. Thanks for hanging out with me. It's wonderful to celebrate the winter solstice with you. I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful holiday season. I hope you feel surrounded by beauty and confident to rejoice in the beauty that surrounds you. Take good care. Bye.